Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about a girl getting stood up on a date and a fantasy man. Should she, shouldn't she? Go check it out, enjoy it, share it with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'll say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The studio audience is here at Feather Studios. They're going wild. They come every week. They come to watch. They come to learn. They come to love. They come to touch. Yeah, it gets weird after the show. Listen, people, thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Uh, That's how it all works. If it's your first time listening to a podcast, this is the J-Train Podcast. Welcome to the show. We take emails from listeners. We give them advice. That's the show. I have a new guest every episode. Podcast at gmail.com. That's the email address. Send in anything you'd like. Lifestyle questions. This is the home of luxury issues. Nothing gets turned down here. We ain't going to look at you and say no. We're so accepting here. We are. This is the most progressive podcast in the world. I'll say it right now. We accept everybody. Big, small, whatever. Anything. Any size. Any question. Any trial. Any trib. Okay? We'll take them all. Tribs and ulations. And ulash. So listen, people. Keep sending those emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. I will say this. We got a couple announcements before we get to our guest. Very excited. Philadelphia. We coming, baby. I can't. Wait. Special guest, Classic Shelb will be there. I love Philly. You do love Philly. It's a top five city. You do love Philly. I'm not just saying this. Why do you love it? You take a... I feel like you take a weekend to Philly. We talked about this in a past episode. Correct. You'll take a like a weekend to Philly and like as if it's the Bahamas. It's a Shangri-La for me. It is? <laughs> it's a, I've, I'm, I used to live in Pennsylvania. Okay. So it's like going home again. Correct. And, and it, it, feeling, you know, feel like you're being nuzzled to the teat of a, very, of a mother. It's a very welcome city. Yeah. What's your favorite part of Philly? What do you do? I like South Philly. I like the food. Okay. What food? What's your favorite? What's your go-to spot? There's a place that's featured on Chef's Table. Okay. Have you heard of the program? I know Chef's Table. It's like a more boring uh, diners, <laughs> drive-ins, and dives. Uh, that's one way to put it. Yes. Less, certainly, yes, less yelling. A lot less yelling. Well, you know I like to yell. So what, what do they show on Chef's Table? There's a place called, fuck, what's it called? Roses, I believe. Do I have to go? You do have to go. It's a, it's a whole thing. Isn't it like a fine dining establishment? Oh, God, no. No. It's uh, they, a lot of them on that program are. That's what I thought. Like, Chef's Table to me is like really good cameras. We're in, like, we're out on a Yorg in Sweden. This is not that. Cooking on the back of a whale. No, this isn't that. This is like chorizo. And the lady Love there a runs it 
came here undocumented. Really? And she's like running things and like. Well, I'll be there to bring it call on. the Department of Homeland Security <laughs> on no. her. We got to get rid of this woman. Please don't. But, <laughs> but I love, maybe we'll go. So I'll take a, I'm going to take a trip to Rose when I go to Philly. We're going to be. So we're doing five shows in Philly. Okay. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. One Thursday, two Friday. The first is a stand-up show. The second is a live J Train podcast. Shelby will be there with me. He's going to be great, and we're going to have another special guest on the show. What we need from you for the live J Train in Philly is dating app profiles for makeovers. We need your texts that you need translated for deal reveals. Send them over. Send them in, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Send them in, title them Philly Live Show, and they will definitely get looked at so that we can put them on, get you on stage and get through your issues. And then Saturday, there's two more shows. So go to my website, jaredfreed.com. I want to see you at the Punchline in Philly. We want to see Shelby's going to be there. We're going to be hanging out. We're going to have a great time. If you come to a stand-up show, it's totally different than the live podcast. Those are two different shows. Correct. No repeats. So if you come on Friday at 10, come Saturday at 8 too. You're getting two different shows. You're getting two different fun experiences. Yeah, that's right. Shelby, unbiased uh, critique right there. I have no reason to lie. Not, none whatsoever. So you could break two different dates. Please, that's, like, that's make, a it fun, a, make it a sitcom. Make it a sitcom. There we go. That's what we want out every week. Make it a sitcom. That's the theme of this show. I got the name of the restaurant wrong. What is it called? It's called South Philly Barbacoa. South Philly Barbacoa. I was thinking of a different place. So that's what I'll be showing up. Yes. Getting my chorizo on. Yes. I'm going to go. I'm definitely going to go. So listen, Philly, March 2nd through 4th, or May 2nd through 4th, we're coming. Go get those tickies. Also, Vermont, Worcester, Mohegan Sun, Nashville, Seattle, those are the upcoming cities. Jaredfreed.com is where you get tickets. Jaredfreed.com, Jaredfreed.com. Also, send in those Philly makeovers and deal reveals. Let's get to our guest. Very excited to have him here. He's a, he's a returning guest to the podcast. Yes, sir. OKP, original <laughs> key player. <laughs> That's right. H Foley. What's up, buddy? Buddy, how much? Guest alert. Good to have you. <laughs> Thank you for having me, man. And you're a Philly guy yourself. All this Philly talk. I'm getting fucking hot under the collar. I wow. love it. You are. Do you know this restaurant? I know Barbacoa. Yeah, it's a good spot. South Philly, great restaurants. I don't know about Philly being so welcoming. Lived there for a couple of years. Okay. Not to the locals. They <laughs> love me. Though. But when they when someone comes in and enjoys Philly, I think they like it. Absolutely. That's yeah. one of the because they know it's hard. It's yeah. it's a cold place. And if someone could come in and go, oh, these are my people. Yes. Then they go. Good. Yeah. Like they're into that. Good working class city. And I, when I go back now, I love it too. Living there was a different story. Now, your review of Barbacoa didn't seem as glowing as Shelby's. No, it's great. I love it. It's I thought great. you were going to say a place called Will, which is right near there, which is really good. I have to hit that up too. Same What's kind of vibe. Real? Big BYOB vibe down there. The, really? Yeah. That's kind of where it really took off in Philly. And I'm then, not a big... I. You bring a bottle like, of wine. They the chef. It's always it's always chef owned, and they focus yeah. on the food. And I they feel do like farm BY, the table. BYOB was marketed to women <laughs> to like let the like because they want to say it in a story to other women. Mm -hmm. So we brought uh, a bottle of wine. We brought about yeah exactly. We had rosé and Pinot Noir. Like, you know <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like BYOB was a way for restaurants to cut their costs, but uh, but then they were like. 
then they told women to like market it for them. Yeah, well, it's a Philly, or PA is a commonwealth, so it's a pain in the ass to get the, the well, liquor Well, I know. License. I, used to, I went to Penn State. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully they come out and support in Philly. But I know that like even buying liquor and beer I, is a whole to do. I worked at a, a rest, uh, supermarket chain, big one called Giant Eagle. And they, they got uh, beer and it was like you can only get like two six packs at a time. Yep, yep, yep. You had to not only not whatever age, like you could be 90, you had to show your ID and I had to scan it. This is the thing about Pennsylvania liquor laws. And they were still over the moon because yeah, they could get it at a grocery store. Well, that was the thing. So it, It's all about perspective with, with things being good or bad. Sure. So like to me, I was like, wow, the pizza places have six packs. <laughs> You've made my life a thousand times easier. And then it's like when, it, when you're like, Oh, but I need a bottle of vodka. You're like, well, I'm not even. Gotta it go to it would be a store. pain in the ass. It'd be, oh, I'm not even at a state store, yeah. so I can't even get that. So you can't even get liquor and beer in the same place. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. But I, I, I uh, BYO. I guess it's okay. It keeps you, keeps you honest, and it keeps costs down. I there's guess. none in New York. There's, there's no real BYO places. There's in New one York. that I know of that I actually a buddy. Uh, there's a sushi place on the Upper East Side called uh, I think Poke. That is a BYO place. Okay. And I, I one time sent someone to on a. They were like, "Where should I go on a date?" And they asked me like years ago, and now they're like married to that person. Wow. Look at I that. Have the, I have the Midas touch you when got, it comes hey, to relationships. We know that, baby. I will say this: H Foley, you should all go follow. He's fucking hilarious. At H Foley on Ice on Twitter, at Foleygrams on Instagram. You're doing a new thing, mm-hmm. and it's a video series called Last Spot of the Night. Exactly. Explain it to the listeners. There's an, there's two episodes up right now. Two episodes up right now. So if they go to H, if they go to at Foleygrams, the link is right there. Right in my on bio. On Instagram. So yep. right in his bio, go find the link. I watched an episode. It's great and fun, but explain it to the listeners so they can understand what it is. Yeah, so me and my partner, Kevin Ryan, uh, you know, we comics, we love to hang out after shows and stuff like that mm-hmm. and talk and bullshit and break balls. And uh, we wanted to capture that moment of like running around the night, running from spot to that spot. That moment where you, you, you know, if for those that don't know, you know, comedy in New York City, there's like 10 clubs. So you could run from each club to the next. So, you know, because a lot of people go, what time is your show? And sure. I'll be like, oh, well, I'm doing the eight. You know, sometimes I'll post on, on Instagram. I'm doing the eight at Stand Up New York. And I'm doing the eight at the Cellar. And I'm doing the 10 at New York Comedy Club. Right. And they'll go, and someone will go, how are you? The, two at eight? And you're like, the whole thing is, no. Every, for when they tell you when you're going to be on stage, they'll go, you know, H. Foley's at 8.15. Mm-hmm. J. Train's at 8.30. Spot Shelby's times. at 8.45. That's your spot time. The show starts at 8. The show. So you could do an H. Foley could do an 8.15 at uh, Stand Up New York and then do the 9 o'clock at New York Comedy Club and then go do, you know, the, 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 the 10 o'clock at the cellar. So then you pop around. By the end of the night, you're, you got the sweat dripping down your brow and you kick off your shoes and you're like, let's have a drink. Let's have a drink. Let's talk about the crowd on the eight, the crowd on the 10. What yeah, were they that like? Club what was this like? This story what was this like? Because you're really getting in situations. I was at the cellar the other night. This, I mean, things happen at every show. And different, like, you know, people, Shelby. Is it- I was here like, oh, then this happened and can I... 
If I take the two, three, that will that'll get me there. Exactly. You're working out schedules and so and so and so flip their spot with me. And oh, I like this person because I text them and they were like, no problem. You go before me. I'll go before you. Sometimes it creates uh, division because like I texted a guy the other day. I won't go into names, but I was like, I never met him, but I was like, hey, man. Uh, I uh, I have the 920. Can you do the 8? Can I switch your 815 for my 920? Yeah. No answer. And I texted <laughs> someone else. And I was like, I did the same text. They were like, yeah, no problem. Great. So then I texted this guy who originally didn't answer. I go, hey, I'm all set. Don't worry about it. No response. No, hey, cool. See you at the... Then I go to the show. The guy's just sitting in the corner. He never... Like, if that were me, oh, what a I would dick. be like, hey, man, I'm so-and-so. <laughs> yeah. I'm the guy you texted today. Wouldn't you? Or even, he's got to be an older guy. Is it an old no. schooler? Because those old schoolers, they're old all like schooler. fucking with their spot times. No, I, 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 I mean, at least just say what's up. Yeah, I would have gone up to you. Hey, I'm the guy. I didn't even know it was him because I didn't know what he looked like. Maybe he didn't know what I looked like, but I went on stage first. Sure. So he could have said, "Yeah, hey, oh, I just, uh, you're obviously me. the guy." Yeah. So that's exactly it. That's exactly what the show is, and breaking all that up and analyzing the audiences. What and how happened? You feel. That I, I was at the cellar the other night. This girl got so hammered. She was in the front row. She went to the bathroom at the Village Underground. So the Village Underground is the bigger room of the cellar. And then they, um, there's like a band and stuff. And she literally walked onto the stage to go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. Like Jesus. across the stage instead of going around. Oh, and then thrown came out? back from the bathroom, went back across from which she came. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't think they, they let and, that fly and I was there. hosting and I was like off to the side. You know, the, the comic that was on. She was doing a great job, and then she had to like stop the show and be like, this "What are you crazy. doing?" I think I saw somebody not do like a full version of that, but like a half step over at like the above room, the fat black pussycat. Yeah, and the guy was not ha- he was not having a good set, so he really got pissed. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> it's a well, it's annoying because it's like imagine you're telling a story to a group of four people. You know, take it to a you know, take it to that scenario that's more real realistic for anybody. Mm-hmm. You're telling a story to four people, then all of a sudden someone walks through the group of people. You go, "Well, that person's an asshole." No, excuse me. No, nothing. And it would change your whole story. Yeah, we get into that stuff a lot. The psychology of like seeing people out in public, how certain people react in a comedy club. Yeah, it's like. Who are your fucking friends? And one set doesn't relate to the next. You'll sure. Be, you'll be on the Upper East. You'll go, man, I really fucking bombed. Then you'll go downtown. You'll do the same exact words. And kill. Same exact, and kill. Yeah. So that's the show. That's the whole show. And it's just a fly on the wall, um, you know, uh, and you're doing perspective. It at, like I'm telling you a story seven days removed, four days removed. You're doing it right when they're done. We're doing it right when they're done. We, f- we film it uh, on Saturday nights uh, at the end of a night. We filmed uh, this first season at uh, New York Comedy Club and... Uh, that's it. We wanted to capture that energy of like at the end of the night sitting yeah, down and breaking it up. Yeah, when the sweat's still coming down yep. your cheek. Yeah, did a nice I three camera it. setup, real cool. So it's just like you're listening on a conversation. Love it. So go check it out. It's called Last Spot of the Night. Last Spot of the Night. You can follow it on H. Foley's Instagram. He's got the link right there to the YouTube page, right? Yep. It's up on Twitter, too. Links on my Twitter at H. Foley on Ice. And then it's loaded up on our Facebook page on YouTube. And all that or, stuff. Uh, Facebook. All that stuff. Uh, Foley's uh, Instagram will be on my Instagram when we post this episode. At Foley Grams. Go follow. Go support. Super funny. Are you guys ready to do the show? I'm 100% ready. And buddy, <laughs> thank you die? for that. <laughs> Did everyone die? Is the crowd ready? 
Oh, we got sad music going. It's going to get intense. Loving these. Crowd's ready. Let's do it. Shelby's just taking a dance around the soundboard a little bit. You ready, Shelby? All set. Let's do it. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. I like this title. Was an hour late and then ran out of the restaurant. What the fuck? Ooh. Before we get to that, we are sponsored people. Woo! Roman! Roman, we love Roman, we love Roman, we love. I gotta say, guys are terrible at taking care of their health. I am. When's the last time you've been to a doctor? Oh, seven years ago. Exactly. Shelby? I had to go to the emergency room about a month ago. Oh, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay? I had an extreme case. Of what? The flu. No way. Man. Did I know about this? Yes. Yes, I did know about this. <laughs> I would have been. You look so out. well today. It was the sickest I've ever been. Did you think how you were... sick? Give me an ex- like. Don't get too extreme. Was did a you think you were dying? Podcast. Literally, yes. You did. Oh my god. You think god. you were dead? If I hadn't gone, I would have died. Like, Come on, really? I'm not fucking around here. <laughs> Come on, the doctor said that to you. No, this is me saying. Okay. That. I kn- well, I'll take that with a great assault, people. <laughs> a little Pedialyte, you'll be all right. Yeah, I kn- if The doctor doesn't say yeah. that. Okay, he can't feel how I feel. So yeah, <laughs> that's true. No one can tell you how to feel. Cause I I never get sick. That's what everyone. Oh, there's never anyone out there that's like I'm always sick. I am, dude. I get sick all the time. You do? Oh, brutal. Yeah, I'm fucking 300 pounds. I'm 43, out of shape, don't take care of myself, run around the city like you a nut. You haven't been to the doctor job. in seven? You should be doctor at the doctor. Sir, You're going to die. I, I mean, never get sick in that, like, I can't come in today. Like, I get colds. Yeah, you. you're pretty good with but with, like, with coming. I felt I felt myself getting tired, and I was I if I felt myself getting like really tired at like sure. seven, I'll go. Oh no, I'm getting sick. Yeah, I'm that I'm that way too. And the next day, I had to do like a thing in the morning at work, and then I was like going home, and I like like I thought like okay, the next day go get the antibiotics, blah blah. You're good. Antibiotics? Antibiotics. Okay. <laughs> and then like... We're learning. We yeah. learn something new about Shelby every day. Yeah, okay. And like I just wouldn't get better. And yeah. And like I was so... It was just lingering. I could not eat, could not like... I would just like go to the bathroom. I was like, all right, gotta get up. I was so tired. Yeah. Like, I would just fall into the bed. Sure. Sometimes I, you just gotta like give into it. And I like... Soup it up. Call, like I knew like... If I go to the hospital, I have friends in a store that can give me a ride, but they're gonna need to like, like half carry me down to their car. Like sure. I, I called a like friend a, like a war like uh, coming off the war battlefield. And I called a friend whose wife is a nurse just to like see should I call an amp to go? And the minute he picked up and like I taught he went call nine one one. Oh really? That, like, so an ambulance picked you up? Yeah. No shit. You got health insurance, oh, buddy. You better. I, I did when I called. Oh, thank God. That's a that's not that's a an fake expensive name? taxi ride. Uh-huh, yeah, dude. Just throw yourself in an Uber. Yeah. A week later, fuck I, that Uber driver's health. Yeah, you gotta, no kidding. <laughs> that's a, a week later. I did not. Oh so, my God. In the nick of time. In the nick of time. Well, still, since we live in this great hun- country, still owe about a thousand bucks. But well, okay. Well, your political podcast. People can find your <laughs> thoughts on that. USA, Guys are terrible all the way. at. Ta- we're happy Shelby's well. Guys are oh, terrible. Oh yeah, we're in an ad <laughs> at taking care of their health. 
Whether it's a knee injury, get bad back, or something worse, guys are usually more comfortable rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. I'm guilty of it myself. I'm I'm like Foley where it's like, if I don't feel it, out of sight, out of mind, I don't need it. I went to the doctor, you know, like a year ago, probably, no, more less than a year ago, but I'm one of those, like, I'll go to like the med whatever and just be like, here's a hundred bucks, take care, you know, give me, you know, uh, like I'm going to the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, change my oil and then get the fuck out. So the same is true for erectile dysfunction. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. So there's a lot of these companies. I like Roman. They sponsor the podcast. If you're going to, if you're dealing with these issues, uh, get involved with Roman. We're going to give you a deal. Here's how serious this erectile dysfunction is. Here's how little guys want to talk about this. I hate it. I'll give you an example. Okay. This is how comically, how, how comically, Dumb guys are. Okay. Snoop Dogg is a sponsor for one of these companies. I don't know which one. It might be Roman. I don't know what it is. They ran an ad campaign where Snoop Dogg, it's an emoji Snoop Dogg, Mm -hmm. and he goes, erectile dysfunction is a problem for men. And then he goes, not me, Mm -hmm. probably you. (laughs) It's like Snoop Dogg (laughs) took millions of dollars from whatever company this was, and he he couldn't even just go along with it. A friend of mine. A friend of mine. (laughs) Not me, probably you. That's how afraid... Of, of talking about erectile sure. Snoop Dogg couldn't even go, yeah, this company gave me a million bucks. I'll just say I have erectile dysfunction. Like, I would just yes and that shit. I'd be Mm-mm. in. No I'd be way. like, yeah, I, I have no penis now. I need, I need this <laughs> disease. I need this thing. We all think Snoop- <laughs> Snoop is the cool pot-smoking guy. We don't, he doesn't want us to picture him. Being no. Like, Come on, girl. Just give me a minute. Yo, I'll, yeah, do, no I'll, way. I'll do commercials for ED medicine, but don't ruin my brand. There I still go. gotta be fucking. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how crazy men are. Even in the face, he had to tell an agent, well, put in the contract, I will not, I have to say I don't have ED. (laughs) That's so fucking funny to me. So that's how hard of a conversation this is for men. Snoop Dogg won't even, will will turn down millions of dollars if it can't be in the script that he says he doesn't have an ED issue. So this is an issue for a lot of men, okay? I have the issue. Now, I'll be Snoop Dogg. See how easy it is, Snoop Dogg? Come on, Snoop. I can't even fucking muster a boner, okay? Really? I'm good. I'm good. Not me. <laughs> Not me. I'm good. Roman is a one-stop shop where you... you pin can, it on me? You, yeah. <laughs> but this Foley is, over Foley here. Foley told me before the show. Roman is a one-stop shop where you can chat with a licensed U.S. physician who can treat ED. And if safe and appropriate, ship medication right to your door. So there's no doctors, no waiting rooms. You can handle everything discreetly online. For a free online visit, go to GetRoman.com. That's GetRoman.com slash JTrain. GetRoman.com slash JTrain. That's GetRoman.com slash JTrain. For a free online visit, GetRoman.com slash JTrain. GetRoman.com slash JTrain. Go, go, go. Don't be Snoop Dogg. Train. Feather Feather from Chicago. So I recently went on a date uh, on a date from OK Cupid, if that matters. And the guy I was meeting said work was holding him up and said he was going to be 30 minutes late. 
I would be waiting for an hour in total, but totally understand that work something the that work something comes up, so was understanding and willing to wait. He finally shows up and we get seating for dinner. And then he said he had to go to the bathroom. Before I know it, I see him sprinting out the front door. Oh, my God. Jesus. That sucks. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, no. Has that ever happened to you, Shelby? Not to that scenario. That's like that's dumped. sitcom. I got dumped at dinner once on my birthday. On your birthday? Yeah. Danico's in Little Italy. Never go back there again. Done. Yeah. That sounded like it was out of fucking West Side Story, the way you said that. <laughs> got dumped on dinner on my birthday. Danico's. Yeah. Baby, where you going? Wait. <laughs> yeah. I love you. <laughs> I don't know, Tommy. Yeah. I know about you and my All sister. Of a she's calling you Tommy. Yeah. You're no good. You're no good. <laughs> I don't need these meatballs. are no good. Joey, wrap this shit up to go. Come on. <laughs> That's finally, a tough one. It's brutal. I mean, complete. Uh, he finally shows up. We get. Uh, I see him sprinting out the front door. Other than being completely mortified that my day just ran out of the restaurant, he also unfollowed me while he was in there, so I couldn't contact him. What the I'm fuck? obviously bummed out and feel like shit. But also, this whole thing left me wondering, why did he even come in the first place? Was I too ugly for him? Like, why? Hoping you can shed some light on this mo- on his motive. I attacked a picture for reference so I can confirm that I don't look like a troll. You absolutely don't look like a troll. You're very hot. Smoke show. Beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, the red lipstick, the black. She looks like she could be in uh, yeah. Greece. I yep. mean, Great style. Well, Shelby, do you have a celebrity comparison? I, I, I don't even want to do the celebrity. She's good looking. I mean, but like our us three saying you're good looking has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. I say this on the podcast a lot. You know, guys are, are masturbating to feet. OK, look at the amount of porn categories. You're one of the categories for somebody. Sure. OK, go. Even if you want to make it less disgusting. I'm one of the categories. You're one of the categories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. H. Foley. I am. Shelby. All three of us are types for somebody. Yeah. Crazy as it sounds. And and also, if you want for women, I say this for women because I don't think it's the same for men. Go on Instagram and find a Instagram personality who looks like you. They have a million followers because there's a bunch of gross men who are following them, beating off to them. Sure. So like. She looks like someone that has a million followers. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to go, if you want to even look, I, I, it's one of those things that's like, you know when someone shows you a stat and they go, well, this statistic shows this and you're like, oh, my whole perspective has been changed. Changed, yeah. I'm trying to show this to you in the, in the, I, and by saying this disgusting fact about men. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to show <laughs> you the perspective of, yeah, there's like 500 people of the five million, there's a good percentage of dudes that are following this chick that looks like you mm-hmm. because they beat off to her fat ass. I yeah. feel like if you, I'm not saying I do this or the mo- all men would do this, but if you did show up and they were not how they looked or whatever, you would just go on the date, not yeah. have, a, yeah, some have dinner, have a conversation, drop out, unfollow. I can't believe. Yeah. The, the, this is a very extreme version of this guy. Apparently not getting what he thought he was ordering. It's like, I, I guess, 
But no... Talking about appetizers? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying <laughs> when you meet someone on the app... didn't like the ceviche. She said they met on OkCupid. Um, when you meet someone on an app, like, you know, you're, you're buying in. And then you decide yeah. to go on a date... I would say to her, there's a couple things in this email. Is there any advice you can give her? Any thoughts? I mean, just off the top of my head, just because... This guy's an asshole. Like, 100%. You, you tell this story to guys, and they go, like, you, there are three men in here. None of us have walked out of a date. This was an anomaly. Yes. Yeah. But here's the thing. We meet more people than ever off these apps, so you're going to just... You're more likely to meet a fucking guy who's going to run out on the date. Sure. Um, you say... There's a couple things that I would do just based on how the email is written. Is there anything else you have... Uh, I mean, to fully break it down, I would say from his behavior that one, this is completely not her fault. Two, this guy's a probably fucking weirdo or a fucking loser. Yeah. The the work thing was probably bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. probably some insecurity or whatever. He got there. I don't know. Maybe he figured he had no money. He found that he had no money or, or whatever. Well, that's just, another just being a loser. All of this being about your looks, we're totally looking over the fact that one, he could be in a relationship, saw someone he knew there. Got the fuck out. Bingo. That's a good that, one. That, to me, is more of a reason to leave the restaurant than someone... All of us are looking. We're like, wait a minute. None of us wouldn't walk out of a restaurant with someone we weren't attracted to, right? Yeah. These are three men. I talk about the pie, you know, the the the, the graph, the, the, the bell curve. We're all 10% of away from each other. So sure. I can't believe that, like, if, if we're sitting here being, like, shocked by this, we're, we're not shocked. I, I can believe anything. But if we're sitting here, I don't even know someone who's done this. Do you know anyone who's no. done this? No. First, I was thinking he like had some pants-shitting emergency, but that he unfollowed was the thing See, you think it's something else. Unfollowed combined. The work thing makes me think it's, I don't know if I want to be there. The yeah. unfollowed thing brings me back to. Or he could have been insecure or you know, something like that. Sure. We, but this is the thing. We're all kind of saying the same thing where it's like, don't take this so personally. Yeah. This is, and I know it's hard, easier for me to say, harder to advice to take, but guys get weird when they're cheating. <laughs> and, and this is like one of those moves that like, amen, brother, you get and you act and, and guys get weird in a way where they're, we're really good at acting weird and then making you question yourself sure so like going like it's like when why'd you like that girl's instagram picture what what's wrong are you fucking kidding me you're watching who i like i work with her brother what did yeah Jesus. what are you talking about yeah okay you know, why is he getting overly mad this isn't even that big a deal mm -hmm. but you go too hard if they ask like where the cops ask where were you oh i was uh with this person we were doing that like giving yeah. too many the cops details. look at the cops involved yeah yeah <laughs> well, <laughs> i'm just saying this is a move of a cheater to me he saw someone in the restaurant That's he was good. like i don't want to be fucking I i'm saying like let's That's not good. let's not just you know like have something bad happen and go well he thinks i'm ugly mm -hmm. no no it could be a million different things that, listen, honestly, you dodged a bullet by having him walk out. 100%. The other thing is, you said this is a, a, a date minutes later. So I, I'm i guessing this is a first date just by the way the email was written. I'm not doing dinner first dates if I'm you. No. You need to judge. This has to be a little bit more casual. That's my advice to her. Second, she said he unfollowed. You shouldn't be following anything before the first date because another thing that could have happened is you guys had you know decided the date then followed then he spent the whole time 
creating this future in his head that didn't exist because that's what we do when we follow someone. Mm -hmm. You create your own experience with them. I'm talking about all these guys masturbating to someone who looks like you. They're creating their own experience with them in their mind. Yeah, how much we live in our heads is is crazy. I'm I'm the worst at it. We think people are thinking about us more than we're thinking about them. It's just not the way things work. Mm -hmm. So Everyone's a star of their own movie. Yeah, totally. So I, I think... I think learning lessons like what what can you do? How can you drive your boat? No more dinner first date. No more following. Like you know, go out because it was a good conversation and you like the thing they presented on the app. Yeah, even if that, even if the guy you're meeting up with follows you, don't follow him back. Yeah, you know, play the game a little bit. Fucking wait it out. Meet for a couple of drinks. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with H Foley at Foley Grams on Instagram. Last spot of the night is the series. It's on YouTube and Twitter. You can go see it by going to an Instagram page. It's great. Go, go, go. I like this question. I'm loving it. I love these. Block that shit or no. Okay. J Train. I'm a recent listener, but I have some become obsessed. Here it goes. I've been on and off talking to a guy I've known since freshman year of college. I'm 25 now. Since November of 2017. So they were a freshman in 2000. Wait, what? Yeah. Say it again. I've been on and off talking to a guy I've known since freshman year of college since November of 2007. So so now it's two years, more than two years on and again, off again. Okay. But they've known each other since freshman year. Gotcha. Does this all make sense to everybody? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Okay. They were friends first. He tried to pursue me multiple times in college, but I was happily single and didn't ever think much about it. After college, we wound up living in the same town, and he reached out again. We began texting and went on a few dates. I was cautious to sleep with him because I have trust issues and want more than just sex. I ended up sleeping with him, but things fizzled out, and we didn't have much more contact until October 2018. When we started talking again, he confessed to me that he had a cocaine issue, and that is why he didn't want to get close to me. For a little context, my sister passed uh, away two years ago, from a drug overdose. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm, me too. I'm so sorry. Uh, about that. We started talking all the time and sleeping together again, but we fight often in the drug issue about the drug issue, and I get frustrated. There is no label to our relationship. I've tried multiple times to end things amicably. We have mutual friends who are who are married. I say if he doesn't want more than sex, then I need to just be us to be friends because I actually care about him, and he is unhealthy for me to be in that situation. He always says he doesn't want to be. Want to let me get close because of my sister and his situation. But I feel like he almost uses me emotionally just as much as physically, and I can't get any emotional support in return. I'm torn because I want to help him, and I really care about him, plus I enjoy the sex. But the longer we go on like this, the more damaging the situation, damage the situation is doing. Any advice is welcome. Below is my Instagram handle along with his, both not private. Please feel free to have classic shell. Give his best guess at a a lookalike. Um, hold on one second. That's a tough one, man. It's tough. Do you have any thoughts on this? Anything that's uh, kind of similar? I mean, I want you to take the lead on this one. This is, uh, this is some serious this is some shit. Some serious shit. Um, she writes, side note edition. I've asked him multiple times if he is, uh, if he, uh, if, uh, if all he wants is hooking up, which I would be okay with, but he'll never say one way or the other. If it's just sex, that's fine. But I'd like the answer and don't think it's fair that he still keeps me uh, 
tells me about his drug problem. Just pick a side. Please help. The sex is great, but if things aren't going anywhere, I want to be looking for something more serious. Um, and so here's her. Shelby, do you have a, an opinion on her lookalike? She's very cute. Very cute. Very cute. I mean, seems sweet. She also seems like she has like a good life going yeah. on. She's got a lot of shit going on. Lose this dude. Shelby's coming to his conclusion. The dude seems nice too. He kind of like just looks like the all-American guy. Um, very fratty. Sure. Likes to party. Um, likes to party. Obviously, I. <sighs> Shelby, any look-alike thoughts? Uh, she kind of looks, to me, like the mom from Gilmore Girls, but like a young version. Okay. Of the mo- Does that make some sense? Uh, I believe you're thinking Lauren Graham. Mm-hmm. Little Lauren Graham. I would agree. She's great. She's cute. Great and Bad Santa, too. Yes. Doesn't she look a little Lauren Graham-ish? I'm with you on that. She's cute. Oh, I didn't see this tattoo coming. Huge tattoo. Um, see the arm? Yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. Okay, so what do we think? The guy's still doing... He's still partying. He's still doing On the On again, off again for two years. Hmm. I mean, she knows the answer to the question. Sure. The, the whole thing, she keeps coming back to, we should... If I just want to know. And it's like, there's a certain point where no answer is the answer exactly and and especially i can't speak for him or his life or what he's doing she's the one coming here for advice which i appreciate but i gotta be a little bit tougher on her you keep looking to him to make to give you answers to your life issues so she's going to him and being like well tell me do you want more do you want less and it's like where's your standard you just said, I want a serious relationship. This is not serious. No. So you keep offering him a contract, and he keeps looking at you and going, and saying nothing. Yeah, which is and tough. We all move fall into on. that. We all, I'm not we saying, all fall into that, yeah. I'm not saying she's like crazy or wrong for getting into that kind of cycle, mm-hmm. but admit to you're on the, on the merry-go-round. Yeah. Don't tell me how crazy it is that you keep spinning in circles and then while you're on a merry-go-round. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like the other thing is you are not a professional to help him with his problems. 100%. So you have to say to him, these issues are for a professional. I watched, you know, obviously her sister. I, I feel awful about that. But the one thing you probably know from your sister is that we all need a little help sometimes from someone who's a professional. Yes. I'm not a professional. I'm just here with a stupid fucking podcast. Mm-hmm. But I can look at someone and go, hey, there's, this is above my pay grade. Yeah. So maybe if, if his issue with the drugs is an issue to him, mm-hmm. he needs to go and seek professional help. Maybe losing you will make him realize that. There you go. Yeah. For having uh, drug problems myself in my past, you she can't convince him that it's time to take a step to get clean. Yeah. You can't. You literally you can't do that. He has to come to that conclusion himself. Yeah. And it sounds like either way, being friends is one thing. But for her life to keep moving forward, she's got to she's got to put this away. And, and being friends, like I mean, what was do you have? What was your issue with uh, Coke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, were there friends that like like 
I'm I'm wondering like is even being are, are there friends that you don't consider friends anymore or just don't hang out with anymore because they were a part like they kind of triggered your issue or are they no, I was kind of the last one to grow up on that. So yeah. if it would have been anybody, it would have been me. Yeah. But, you know, every, we all we all remain friends. But, you know, we cut pretty loose in high school and college in mm-hmm. our 20s and even into our 30s. And everyone slowly but surely just started to, like, you know, get the grass of right, time to put this away. Yeah. I was the, you know, longest holdout of last that. Last man standing. Yeah, just because then I started comedy and, you know, how the lifestyle sure. leads all that stuff. So it took me a while to take my head out of my ass. And until this guy takes his head out of his ass... He's not going to be any good to her. Well, I mean, was there something like to help you move on from it? Was it like you went from like a big party with a bunch of cocaine to like now it's just me with the dog? What do you mean? So like, <laughs> like I'm wondering, like, like I think this guy goes and hangs out with his friends and everything stays the same. Uh-huh. And he's got his girl that keeps fucking him because the sex is great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and then he keeps complaining about his drug issue but all of it stays the same. Sure. Yeah. So if, I was like that 100%. But that's what I'm saying. So like when the, you know, his girl goes away, then he's sitting there doing coke alone. He's like, oh, maybe that's what makes him realize like, hey, the party's gone. I got to get that with the dog. Yeah. Oh, he's sitting there. Oh, he's doing. Oh, man. So that's, that, oh, that sounds brutal. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Your dog looking at you on your couch. Yeah. But oh, I'm saying it, it, south it, end of an eight ball. But it's, Jesus t- <laughs> it's tough to get rid of the cocaine bag when the party's still going on around. Sure. You. It's a little bit, you can see how where you are when you're like, oh, I'm alone. There's no one that will do this with me anymore. Yeah. I mean. Oh, man, that's brutal. I'm saying. So yeah, like, that's good. For her, if you really want to help him, maybe you got to take, you know, you got to go away from him. Mm-hmm. And also understand that, like, he's not the solution to your issue. Yeah. Your issue is you want a serious person that wants, is going to take you seriously and wants to date you. 100%. And this ain't the guy. This ain't the guy. And when you don't answer, it's just him going, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm going to be this again yeah. next week. And it's like, okay, you've now, if you go back to him next week, that's now your problem. Mm-hmm. And you keep signing up for the contract that he won't sign. To keep the merry-go-round going, as you said. Yes. Yeah. And as brutal as it is, his life is his life, and, and her, she's got to look out for herself yeah. first, especially with the situation with her sister. Well, He's she can't always, go through that twice. She said he's being emotionally, taking advantage of her emotionally, but you're not even trying to grow yourself. You're afraid of being alone and having no one to have sex with. You're going to find great sex somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I know gonna, what that's like, though. You, you, find, you meet somebody and sure. you want to you hold on to it. it but it's, this isn't it. Break that Especially cycle. Especially with what she said. You need to write down on a piece of paper the things you want. He said no to all those things. Because you wrote it down to me. She wrote down, I want a relationship. I want someone I can be serious with. I want someone that can emotionally be there for me. More than sex. More than sex. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. He already said it without saying it. Exactly. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrain. That's right, Ariana. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Responsive people. Woo! Mapaline, Mapaline. Let's go to the med. Let's go to the Mediterranean. Mapaline is the first direct-to-consumer male wellness and lifestyle brand, giving guys everywhere access to luxury grooming and lifestyle essentials such as hair care, skin care, and beard care. It is the perfect gift. Listen, people. Father's Day. That's right. Let's take a trip to the Mediterranean. Can you feel that salty air? 
Woo! Smell the coconut oil from here. It's a here. perfect gift you can get your guy. An upscale version of himself, a way for him to upgrade his morning routine. Not only with healthy products for his skin and hair, but with chic packaging, an amazing scent. Matt Belim is all about natural ingredients. They're based in and inspired by the Mediterranean. That's where we are. Having, we're both having a glass Pinot Gris. Mm. Just sitting there. Ice cold. Ice cold, baby. Your refresh time for you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Not now, up. Manuel. Not now. Fill her up again. The handcraft is, they handcraft their products with natural oils and nutrients. They're sourced from the region's different coasts. Italy, France, Greece, Turkey. Those are all places you've seen on Instagram. Well, now you can feel like you've been there. Absolutely. With Mapoline. I love all that stuff. It's you great. Take, you do all that stuff now. You do... Uh, like toners and I'm using night the creams. hair oil, the yeah. creams, all all the hair junk, the the soaps and shampoos. I, I, I got them in my bathroom. And here's the other thing, and, and this is just first of all, you don't have to go to CVS, Walgreens, Walmart anymore. Let the mailman work for yeah. you. They bring it to your door. No more, oh no, I'm out of this. I gotta go. No, 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 no. I Stop hate Stop running errands. Okay. Um, let's let me squirt this shampoo in the shower. Oh, I don't have any more. None to be seen. Let the mailman work for you. Stop being a dope. Okay? And also, you go in my bathroom, a woman walks into my bathroom, they see a man. Yeah? They Yeah, because you see the nice products, the good stuff. Mm-hmm. You've opened my medicine uh, fucking cabinet. I thought you meant you were hiding in the shower. Yeah, I'm hanging. <laughs> ah! How you doing? <laughs> so, but I'm saying that the look of it matters too. Yeah. This ain't Axe. No, this can't ain't do that. you know, nut butter cream. Mm-mm. No, this is body oil. This is beautiful shampoo. And Mapolium is all about the Mediterranean lifestyle of enjoying the good things in life, the pleasure of simple luxury, indulging in the things you love. So get your grooming essentials at Mapolium.com. That's M A A P I L I M.com. Promo code J Train. That's J Train. For 10% off. That's a chunk of change if you get a bunch of stuff. I'm checking that out when I get home. I love that. for the month of April only, we're still in April, baby. If you're in New York City, check out the Mapoline pop-up store on Elizabeth Street between Houston and Prince. If you mention the J-Trick, you'll get 15% off in the store. Holy MRF&S, okay? So we're going to give you an extra 5% off if you walk up in person to the pop-up store on Elizabeth Street between Houston and Prince and get 15% off. Level up your grooming game. Love it. Love it. Here with H. Foley at Foley Grams. The last spot of the night is the web series. Get involved. Hilarious. You're going to love it. Long-time listener and love what you do. Not only have I rated, reviewed, and subscribed, but I've recommended you to everyone I know, including the people at the coffee place I go to every morning. Thank you very much. Bear with me. I'll try to make this short. I've been with my current boyfriend for almost three years now. Things are great. He's 29. I'm 27. We're talking about getting engaged this year, and I'm really happy. Mm. This all sounds great. Sounds good. What could go wrong? A Xanadu, if you will. (laughs) However, (laughs) the reason I'm writing in is that I used to live in another... uh, is that I used to live in another state five years ago and always had a huge crush in the friend group on this sexy Latino guy. Ay, 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 Shelby. Papi. He's so good. He looks so good. I think we need some uh, 
sexy. She actually asks for sexy Latin music here. Let's give the girl what she wants. I have the perfect music for that. <laughs> ah, hello. <laughs> he, had a, he had a girlfriend at the time, and I was with someone else. <laughs> Shelby. <laughs> and it just never worked out timing-wise. We never hooked up or even kissed, but we we're always... Fu- but we're always fun and flirty, and we'll st- we still follow each other on Instagram. We don't message or even like each other's photos. But seeing him always brings back the memories, even though he is on the other side of the country, and we haven't talked in over four years. Is this normal? Again, nothing ever happened. So why do I find myself running away with the what could have been fantasy when I am now happily planning my life with someone else? So now, here I am. With an American blonde guy, also sexy, when I always picture myself with the Spanish-speaking Latin lover. I still want to marry my guy and love him a lot. I don't want to break up, but I want these weird feelings to go away. Do I just need to unfollow the other guy and focus on building my life without, with who I am with? Why am I building this up in my head to be something that never was anything? Help. Muchas gracias. What do we think? Mm. I love this email because it admits to our human faults. It admits that listen, we have to we can't eat we can't eat red meat every day of the week, but it makes us salivate every day of the week. That's true. So that's you know, that's the life we we have that's the the, the cross to bear, the curse. I still, you know, I I have a girlfriend. I I I love her. I'm very much into what we have going on. Do I do? Does my head turn as I walk down these streets? You're it's, only human, of course. This is uh, this is the thing. Hers as well. That's <laughs> do I do I do I walk down the street in my sunglasses and do a full head turn when I see a big old booty in and slow then motion? Slow mo. <laughs> tip those glasses down my nose. I love that look. That's my move. Do I do it? Do I high five? Another dude who looked at the same time? Mm-hmm. Sometimes. It's the only time you can ogle at a woman when you're doing it over some sunglasses. Over some sunglasses. Every day, I see a girl, I pass her by, turn, all of a sudden that music comes on. It's like ZZ Top. It just, oh shit. <laughs> and then I see, you know, I'm in Harlem. I see a guy of another ethnicity. I don't even need to go into which one. Mm-hmm. But we connect. Mm-hmm. We connect over that bootay. And we high five. We give a little fist bump. And then we go on our way. And as hard as it's to hear. He's got his boom box on his shoulder. Right? I've got my backpack with my books. Yes, as hard son. as it to hear. That's the only thing keeping this world from tearing itself apart. Is that look that two guys give. That subtle look. That's right. When a beautiful woman walks by and they both look at each other like, damn. Damn. Always, there's always something in common. You don't need, you don't need language. No. You, the international language of bootay. Mm-hmm. So everyone gets what you're talking about. Now, like, it seems to me like this is her only, like if she was like, I like this guy, I always thought about this guy, sure. thought about that guy, this is her only thing. So if it was the... It was That's the, why it's confusing. Yes. That's why she's like, well, and, but here's the thing. It didn't happen then, and it ain't happening now for a very good reason. You think? I don't think this... Could just be opportunity. There's a lot of people I would imagine myself with and never want to be with. But that it carries five years? 
five years, I think that's kind of the the I think that's the social media effect. I think that's why he keeps that's coming where back it goes into her life to love. Mm. You know, that's where it goes from. Oh man, that guy was always hot too. I see myself inserted into his pictures. Mm-hmm. And I could see those pictures every yeah. day. Yeah, that's So a, it's like you see the alone man. shot in front of the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. You can imagine yourself, you know, photoshopped in. Yeah. As crazy as that sounds, it's not crazy to me. Just feels good to think about. It does. And and you know what? With Instagram and with how good the pictures are. We don't we never talk we talk about Instagram all ra- fake versus reality. The clarity of the picture, the the, the actual right clarity there. of the picture, that even makes it because you can reach through the screen and you can touch him, maybe mm-hmm. even though you live five hours away and it was five years ago, and this Latin lover looks nothing like the guy you're with. The thing is, she writes in the beginning, "I've been with my current boyfriend almost three years, and things are great. Right? They're great. Great. That doesn't mean you can't." Have a night alone to yourself with a candle lit while you think of your Latin lover and you fucking rub one out. I'm sure that's happened. That's okay. But that's not satisfying it because I was going to take it one step further. Go. Now, this again, this might be brutal, but if we, the four of us were all friends and we were sitting around in the back of a bar. Sure. And we were having a couple of beers mm-hmm. and she was telling us about all this. My advice to her off the record would be if there's an opportunity there, sleep with the guy. E- See, I think... Because you don't want to live the rest of your life regretting that. Yeah, but you don't want to. She says if you can handle it, great. obviously. I don't that, think that would help. I don't think it would help. I think <laughs> just she would, to get it. Out I, of under, I, I hear what you're saying. I think that she. You know I what I mean? Like, like you don't want you don't want to live your life with with having something like that always hanging over. You might you might fall more in love with this guy and might have a greater life with this guy. I mean, we're all adults here. So I have this. I have this theory, I, uh, and it happens to men a lot, and I call it the um, the miserable billionaire theory. Okay. okay. A miserable billionaire theory goes like this. A lot of these situations, there'll be a guy, and it kind of happened in the last email, where it's like he chases you all through high college, mm-hmm. chases you, chases you, chases you, sends you message over Instagram. You never make it happen. Then finally you hook up, and the guy goes... And then it's like, now life starts. And the guy realizes he's not given any, there's, it's not casual. It didn't, from, if, if you hook up with a guy from high school that's been t- calling you since high school and you're 27, mm-hmm. the, I don't think I'm explaining it as best as I can. I, I'm saying there's, there's always a scenario, and this happens a lot because I get a lot of DMs and messages about it, where sure. a guy will go to college or high school with someone and then... They'll reconnect because they're in the same city and they end up having sex. Okay. And then the guy fizzles out right away. And then the girl will go, but this guy has been messaging me since high school. But he got the cake. Yeah, he got it so out. Then, you released that tension. But this is the thing. Then he gets to, then he, and she'll go, if he's been, now we start dating. And the guy looks around himself and he goes, Fuck. I got the money I wanted, mm-hmm. and it didn't fill the hole. Exactly. So that's what she's going to find. I don't think this guy's going to fill the hole. And he built up, uh, just from what you're saying, I still stick by my Bangham uh, well, theory, but she was never, the, the like the guy you're talking about yeah. on Instagram, the, 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 that person was never 
reality. It was what he built up in his head uh, but, through high school and college. But that guy, I think, would take back the bang. Like, I think that guy would be like, fuck. I uh, fucked with another person. I made them believe that we're going to run off together. That's not what this was all about. This was about me climbing a, a personal mountain that I couldn't, that, <laughs> that wasn't really something that was going to make me happy. Exactly. Uh, I had happiness the whole time. You know, it's like, okay. it's a, so I think for her, you're going to find like, you read that. I think she needs to unfollow this guy on Definitely. social media. Yeah. For being practical, unfollow him. Unfollow this guy. Um, maybe do him. maybe do a role playing with maybe your guy do, now. Yeah, put your guy in a dark wig and and a bolero tie. Yeah, you know, and fly and, down to Mexico and, separately and meet each something. other in a bar. You know, also like have your imaginary time with him. You know, you know, pop one off on your own playing that music in the background. I just don't think. I've heard from enough women in this situation where they have the guy pursue them and then he floats away. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've heard it from enough men in this situation where they've done this and they've been like, fuck, now I'm, I got to date the girl that I've been pursuing for all this time. Yeah. And it's never, it's a lot harder to like find someone you mentally get with versus the visceral sure. love you see on Instagram. It's crazy how... Isn't it crazy how quickly lust goes away? Immediately. Like how quick that goes away and how like you can like even in like not even like the the hormones of high school or even, you know, the first couple of years of college. But like now, like you could like be in love with some not yeah. in love, but like lust after somebody. And then, you know, for whatever just goes away. Yeah. And love I think is better. Love but, is better. But love is better. And also like what you're going to find is what I was doing with her. I unfollow sexy Latino guy. And I'd follow some new Latino guys. Maybe this ah. is just like, and see if like, it's just like, this is your vacation from your blonde mm -hmm. guy. And it's just different. It's so a it's fantasy. Fun. It's a fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you start watching telenovas and shit like that. Sure. And, and you're just putting that guy's face on every other yeah, Latin guy's face. Yeah, and you, got, you get a new, you this is your thing him. that gets you away. But also like, you, you know, realize your happiness. Mm -hmm. Realize that like chasing happiness for your whole life will you know, finds you pretty miserable at some point. Sure. You know, chasing a ghost. And and it's also like, I go back to, you both had a chance at one point to make this happen. Mm -hmm. You didn't. Mm -hmm. And I think that's more because you didn't see the future with them. Okay. And you only saw the, fr the 15 minutes of, of fucking. Mm -hmm. The rational side. Yeah. Didn't let you do it. So, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Do we have time for news? We do. Let's do some news. Big problem today for you comedians could be getting your own domain or oh. having your own Twitter handle, like a at Jared Freed so, might be tough to get. Okay, why is that? Somebody might have gotten it already, even though their name might not be Jared Freed. Oh, you know? so people kind of like take... They they had this issue with like website names where someone would get they'd buy Pepsi.com. Vaynerchuk did that with a few people, didn't he? Did he really? Yeah. That guy. That guy is really <laughs> worse. Knows the angles. Worse. Yeah, he he finds angles, you know, while sitting at his dad's multi million dollar wine shop. Like somebody would get drafted. Yeah. He tells the story. He's like somebody would get drafted and like right away or like before the draft, he would take their Twitter name or their or their or their website or Asshole. something like that. Uh, yeah, that's a douche. He would sell it back easily. 
Yeah, of and course. Wouldn't charge him, well, no, but wouldn't charge him a lot for it. I only charge you a little. Oh, yeah, he's a yeah, he's a real hero. <laughs> I think he I think he did it to, to for the networking connections of that person as they got older. It's all this guy's for him. twelve moves down the yeah, aisle. He's already moved. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> from is. ages so, fifteen to thirty, I I worked yeah, twenty shot. hours a day. He's I didn't go the, out to work in college. I yeah. didn't have sex. There's fucking there's there's thirty year old women going to the fucking dump to try and resell bullshit <laughs> because he told them that there was free. Ah, that's what he told. He tells know, people to go to the dumb. You got stuff in your house. There's some sell, sell it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Friday night yeah. flipping fax machines. Yeah, he's he's helping people with fucking three dollar problems while he makes three million. What? Is, so what? What's is, are people doing this? Are they well, vayner checking people? Guy named Rossi Larathio Adams founded a social media company called Larathio. Sounds like a legitimate businessman. Yeah, this is middle name. This guy sounds like he's a, he's literally born to be a swindler. Twenty six year old founded a social media company called State Snaps four years ago. It included Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. And at one time, he had over a million followers on his sites. Which you know, they a lot of bro humor. Some uh, okay, a lot of bros. What's doing it called? Stuff. State Snaps. Okay, got and, it. Yeah, a lot of people would hashtag. Do it for state when they so basically their this is like kind of like a college humor type of thing. He's posting pictures on a on a blog that are just fun, funny pictures from colleges. Yeah, and they can post their own things. But he did not have do it for state dot com. Wow, he, he really got wanted that thing. Okay, so do it for state became the 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 motto, so to speak, of this website. Okay, another guy. In Cedar Rapids, owned it. So he got Vanderchucked by this other dude who bought DoItForState.com. He offered to purchase it, but the guy did not want to. Nope. Yeah, he's mine. probably doing nothing with it. What a dick. If I thought, I thought this guy was a swindler. It, yeah, doing nothing with it, it's kind of annoying. But then you could say, hey, you don't want to make 10 grand yeah. to the guy. If you're doing nothing with it, you did nothing to make 10 grand. So mm-hmm. what happened? He decided to do the sensible thing and put pantyhose in a hat with sunglasses on his head, take a gun, and drive to the fella's house and take it by force. No way. He this is, he, that took a twist. This, this, guy, this guy really wanted that website title. Yeah, why did he do the pantyhose? He's going to yeah, know why? it's him. <laughs> you think some random yeah. guy would... <laughs> Give me the website. <laughs> Give me all your money. Uh, who and is that this? guy's website that I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is crazy. <laughs> it's going to sound weird. I need yeah. all your I need your keys, your wallet. Your mom's jewelry and doitforstate.com. Don't ask questions about that. So what happened? Did he shoot him? He then he he put the gun to his head and made him like go to the computer and like log on. <laughs> I don't know f- who this is, <laughs> but when I find out who this is, this kid's a hustler. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> but the victim, fearing for his life, managed to get control of the gun. Oh ah. my God, there was a, a struggle and shot Adams multiple times. Is L- Lothario dead? He lived. Oh my God! And he's. Facing a maximum of 20 years in prison. Yeah. So he lived to go to prison. This guy in self-protection mode saved his own life. And his domain. Man, not wow. only is this guy... The thing is, it's like 
You know who you want to lose in this situation? It's, it's like flawed hero. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like uh, this is like the Sopranos where you're like cheering for the bad guy kind of. Sure. Like Lothar, I do think the guy who won't sell his page and isn't using it is a dick. Is a dick. And then you go to his house. And you're like, just give me the fucking page. And he goes. And then he just goes, hiya, and takes your gun <laughs> <laughs> and then shoots you. You're like, wow, dickhead wins again. Makes him give but you a domain he's name. he's right. You know, I mean, you don't take a gun to someone's house. Yeah. And like at Shelby on Twitter was like some like, you know, there's like different video sites. There's like daily motion that nobody fucking uses. Sure. No, there's someone that was like at Shelby that they started and fizzled out and they just have the they've been tweeting like five years it's just out there i had someone no message me on face or try to friend me on facebook and they were j train <laughs> like as their face trying to get all the j trains together ah. and i was like i'm not joining up on, <laughs> up on this one i think i'm done it's only one superman baby that's right keep it moving shelby thank you for bringing the news thanks for having me <laughs> at Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. Go follow, go support. H. Foley, thank you for coming on. Fantastic. Buddy, such a great podcast. So cool what you do. Thanks, I man. I think it's awesome, man. Thank Pleasure you for having, having me. You. I'm happy you. you came. And go follow Foley on Instagram at Foleygrams, on Twitter at H. Foley on Ice. It's all going to be on my social media, and I'll put it out there. The web series, last spot of the night. Go, go, go. We'll be back next episode. Boom.